Has anyone ever asked you, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, what did you say? Did you realize that having a really good answer to that question can be just what you need to have a strong objective statement on your resume and ultimately lead you to a great career? Find out all about how to answer that question and how to craft a winning objective statement right after this. Okay, okay, so have you ever really asked the small child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And usually no matter how fantastic, younger children often have very strong convictions as to what they want to be. Even if it is contrary to the laws of nature, space, time, physics, or even biology, uh, you know, little ones will say, hey, I want to be a police officer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a unicorn. I want to be a snowman. You know, you get all kinds of answers. Uh, however, let's fast forward to older children, then teens, then adults. Usually that description is bound by quite a few laws of order, ideals of personal restrictions, and in some cases cultural mores. More times than not, it lacks those colorful details that are a big part of the imagination of a small child. The answer to the question, what do you want to be when you grow up, is a self-actualized manifesto that so few individuals benefit from. It actually, it's actually the basis of developing a great life plan and supports your career goals from entry level to CEO. And even more specifically, it provides the basis of a very valuable piece of information, your objective statement. A lot of people treat the top portion of their resume as a place where you just put some BS boilerplate text to let people know that you need a job, any job, your job. <laughs> However, it's better to use it as the premium real estate that it really is. When a recruiter looks at your resume, they want to know the answer to the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? More specifically, what are your career goals? I need to see who you are, where you have been, and where you are going. It's kind of like having a road map. And you start at point A. There are several points in between, and the finish is point Z. Now, your career goal may not have 26 unique steps. However, you really need to take some time and some thought into where you need to start and then some of those steps in the in between and what you see yourself doing when you get to the ultimate goal the finish line whether that be retirement or ownership or whatever you know whatever you want your career to look like okay so how does this fit in with the objective statement the objective statement definition that was found on the internet because you can google anything right uh, the objective statement it says that objectives are in a variety of businesses and job searching context 
they are short statements that describe exactly what you want while your overreaching goal for example may be to get a job your resume objective statement may define further that you want a job as a doctor uh, and a lot of times uh, and I just use doctor for an example but this can go for any career in any industry uh, but a lot of us are familiar with uh, the career path of, an, of a doctor uh, a doctor has done very well in elementary school and high school takes a few tests gets into a college a really good college hopefully then the next step would be uh, graduated from college going to a medical school graduating from that doing a residency I'm not sure exactly how many years of that and so after about 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years or so after high school um, then that individual is deemed a full-fledged fully operational doctor but again that person know, knows from more than likely uh, their junior or senior year of, co of high school what the steps are to becoming a physician and so once that person becomes a doctor it was not a surprise that they were a doctor it wasn't by uh, mistake or happenstance they strategically planned to get from point A to point Z or however many points that were in between whether there was 25 extra points after A or not that person had a strategic plan to get to their goal and then after becoming a full-fledged doctor then that person has uh, also determined what type of medicine they're practicing uh, where they want to practice whether it be with a group of physicians or an independent practice and then after a certain amount of time retiring or doing something such as uh, maybe um, being a uh, an author or a uh, someone who is a consultant maybe working for a large organization that helps write uh, medical manuals I mean the list can go on and on but that person has taken very strategic steps in their career all the way through now I'm talking to you I need to know what is your step A what is your step B what is your step C all the way to Z which is ultimately a pathway to retirement and if you haven't really thought about it it's okay I don't mean to put any undue pressure on you today um, but it would be really great if you took a little time to think about what exactly do you want to be when you grow up it doesn't have to be as cut and dry as being a physician or doctor or nurse or a, a police officer or a fireman or a unicorn however you do need to have some type of strategy and plan of action and a visual manifesto so that you can at least get to from A to H you know in your career uh, because honestly some individuals like myself you'll get to a point in your career where your goal may change your mission may change your desires may change and so that objective may change in the middle of your career journey 
and that's okay. But if you don't have a, a plan of action, it's step A, then you are going to bounce from job to job to job. And that's something that you really don't want to do. You'll have a lot more fulfilling uh, career if you have some strategic plans in there. And so that what do you want to be when you grow up is a part of saying, I want to get to point Z. And this is where I am. These are the things that I've done in my career. And these are the things that I'm going to do to get to, po to point Z. And so uh, a lot of times people will say, well, I, I've got an objective statement on my resume. Uh, sometimes people will ask, well, what's the difference between objectives and summaries? A summary is a, a brief narrative depicting the details of your career journey. More than likely, it's someone who has already had uh, a very... Uh, of a very long career 10 or more years and they are just giving the details they're depicting the details of their career journey uh, to this point and so if you're at entry level and you're trying to figure out where your journey is going then you would benefit from an objective statement if you have been in your field for a number of years and you're not really trying to get a new job but you are just giving the details of wh what you've done uh, through your career up until this point. It's, it's kind of like someone who is just providing documentation to their current supervisor so that maybe they are trying to apply for tenure at their organization or they just need to have something in their employ employee file. That would be the, the uh, a summary statement and that would benefit that benefit you in that way and you could put that at the top of your resume a little short statement that just kind of sums up everything that you've done up until this point however the objective statement is something that is the uh, it answers the question what do you want to do when you grow up and so in that instance it is the very next job that you acquire but it should be a very clear path from that job to point C, point H, point N, and then later on to point Z. Like I said, you're going from from one position that should be a natural progression to your um, your retirement or your finish line, whatever that looks like. Okay, so how do we actually craft or create a a strong objective statement well first of all let me back up and give you a little formatting tip on your resume um, a lot of times recruiters and hiring managers they want to jump right into the content they want to get the best information they want to know if you're going to be a good fit based on the qualifications and the the requirements of the position and so I like to have most of the best content most valuable content on the first page and to save space I would suggest not having the words objective or summary 
on your document at all. I know that sounds crazy because we're just talk we're talking about objective statements. We're talking about summary statements. Yes, you do need either one or the other on the top of the page. However, you don't have to actually put the word objective and then return or enter and then start typing out your objective or write summary and then start writing the, the summary underneath it. It's very obvious what that narrative is. And so just remember that you need something at the top to answer the question, what it is you want to do with the rest of your career? Or what do you want to do with this portion of your career that leads to a natural progression in your journey? Uh, or the summary, which is what have you done up until this point? All right, so how do we craft this objective statement? There are three very unique pieces of information that lead to a really succinct uh, piece of information. So again, we only want to have about three to five lines at the top of your resume. And we need three things. Number one, I need you to take a look at where you've been in your career up to this point. Where have you had the bulk of your experiences, your work experiences, your volunteer experiences, uh, those things that you have uh, earned money to do uh, up to this point? I would, I would bet that most everyone has had some point of some part of customer service. It's, it's really hard to get away from, if you're doing anything in the world, you are providing a service to someone else, whether it be an internal customer or an external customer. And so you could actually put, you could write a, a list down and just kind of put those things that are your strong points from your previous work experiences. So let's say one of those things is customer service. Let's say another thing would be that you have driven a truck and you delivered some freight or you have provide um, financial analysis or you have done some type of social media marketing. I mean, it could be anything, but whatever you've done in the last experience, the last work experience, then the combination of those things or the the one to two word phrase that defines what you've uh, experienced that would be a part of your objective statement so you would say something like uh, customer service uh, specialist with strong customer contact or you would say um, shipping industry associate with organizational skills and managerial experience and so what you're doing is you are coming up with phrases that define or summarize everything that you've done in the last few experiences alright so you could also add to your objective statement how many months 
or how many years of experience you have in that particular environment. So if it's customer service, you can say six years of customer service with a dedication to excellent customer uh, experiences. So you have attached a a quantitative value to how long you've actually done a certain thing. And I'm just using customer service, but it could be anything. Think about what you've done. What was the job title? And then give me the either the job. And honestly, it could be the job title or it could be a general term for that job. And that is what goes in the objective statement. And I'll give you some examples um, as we go on so that you can kind of see how that um, turns out. So once you've defined some of those strong points, uh, giving us a a general um, summary of that particular um, strength, your your work experience strength, then you can also put some skills in there. For example, you could say that you have a skill set, a unique skill set of, let's see, desktop publishing, or you have a unique skill set of organization, unique skill set of creating spreadsheets or whatever it is that you have uniquely done the thing that makes a really strong objective statement is tied to a tangible skill so a lot of times you'll see things that are dealing with excellent organization great time management people person i and you know team oriented team player everybody thinks they're good at being good you know having these good qualities everybody thinks they're a good team player everybody thinks more highly of themselves than they should however the best objective statement is tied to a very tangible skill and so if you have anything that you did on a regular routine basis let's say you have filled out the end of day paperwork you were able to uh, make sure that the cash drawers were count down and all of the receipts were um, audited and so that everything was um, processed in a timely fashion. Then you put those points of those skill sets in the objective state, statement somewhere. But put the strongest skill set. Put something that will also ultimately lead to a a point of what that recruiter is looking for in an applicant. You may want to use something that says, "Hey, the applic in the job posting, they're looking for someone who has uh, has the ability to reconcile um, accounts, and that they, they have a little of a they're looking for someone who has a little bit of an accounting background." Well, I did this and job number two or number three. But, so, but it's so far down your resume, you want to make sure that you pick that particular skill and put it in the objective statement. So that also means that you may have to, not may, you will have to customize that objective statement 
each and every time you submit a resume and of course I've said this time and time again but customize 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 so again make sure that you put the skills a tangible skill in that mention it in your objective statement then tie it to amount of time that you have performed that skill whether it be six months 12 months five years ten years make note of that in the objective statement now rule of thumb is that 10 years makes you an ex makes you a an expert if you have 10 years of experience at anything I have over 10 years of experience as a driver I got my driver's license at age 16 I am older than 26 I am an experienced driver now the truth is I've got more than 20 years of experience okay but 10 years makes me an expert 20 years it kind of makes me old I'm just saying <laughs> but it's not a problem to put 20 years of experience however I don't have to give them that part of the story I really just want to establish the fact that I'm an expert of this particular tangible Ex, uh, skill set because you need someone who can drive you need someone who has experience driving a car who has a valid Tennessee driver's license or whatever state you're from if they're looking for someone who has a valid driver's license go ahead and put that in the objective statement it's right up top there's really nowhere else you can put well unless you have a certifications uh, section but honestly you can put that you have a valid driver's license right at the top in your objective statement especially if you're trying to find things that are specific to the job posting and that seems like a very easy thing to add to that objective statement uh, so again definitely add the amount of years add tangible skill sets make it three to five line lines max really four would be optimal but if it loops around and gives you that fifth line I'm not mad at you okay but you need to give a really strong three to five lines not the three to five lines that say you are a team player you have excellent organization and communication skills because everybody thinks they have excellent organization and communication skills and the fact of the matter is those are things that you'll the proof will be in the pudding I need to know what some tangible skills that you have and then later on down the page you'll have proof to attest to those things because you'll have the bullet points or you'll have the details of those experiences that elaborates on the things that you mentioned in the objective okay so let's take a break here and when we come back we'll talk about well I'll give you some examples of that three-part punch objective that I was talking about and then read some really good examples that may that you could customize for yourself and actually create these winning objective statements right after this break alright so now that we know what objectives are and what we want to be when we grow up now let's talk about how to actually write an objective statement well to have an effective objective statement 
try using my three-part punch method and it's to me it's really simple if I group things in threes and I, if I'm talking to you usually I'll put up three fingers so that I can remember the three things that I'm going to say and so again if I can make things simple as to have just a very short list of things that I need to accomplish then it makes the task that much easier so that saying all that <laughs> here is the three-part punch for your objective okay so number one you want to prove your area of expertise that's easy what have you done so far if that is you've been in customer service for the very first or second or third job that you've ever had then great your expertise is customer service whether it be two or three months or five years or ten years or beyond that is your expertise and again a lot of people just underestimate the fact that we all have some form of customer service in our background if you've worked anywhere at all or have done any type of volunteer work it is all considered some type of customer service okay so punch number one prove your area of expertise you want to describe the amount of time that you have been in that area so for example you may state 10 years of customer service experience easy is that that would be the first or the leading statement in your objective sentence or customer service professional with five years of cu direct customer contact in retail environments so what you were at Old Navy and you sold shoes and purses or underwear or you were at a kiosk and you sold corn dogs it is still customer contact and retail environments all right all right so the second punch would be mention what is required in the job posting while referring to what makes you uniquely qualified for the position so if the posting refers to someone who has uh, a skill set in Microsoft Office or has an, a skill set in accounting or has a skill set as a manager or has a skill set as a a pharmacy technician and can uh, identify certain medications then if you have that type of experience you want to mention that in the objective so you look at the the job posting mention it in the objective easy peasy so an example would be recent training in XYZ personal enthusiasm for the fine arts with formal education in financial services for that in particular this is someone who has just recently completed training or has been in school at some point and they want to mention that and a part of as a part of their selling point for their objective again if you have that skill set as a part of an experience you want to mention that okay so number three punch the make sure that you use the exact name of the position that you seek to obtain so if you're looking for a job you want to you want to know what you want to be when you grow up if you're trying to tell someone or paint a picture of uh, what you really want to be or, or 
what you want to do at this point in your career basically you need to use the exact name of the job title that was used in the posting as simple as that so an example would be seeking to combine recent training with career experience to secure a position as a basket weaving associate easy breezy beautiful right so seeking to combine recent training can be just a simple fact that you took an online course or you looked up something on YouTube or you went to a one-day community event where they actually taught you how to do something so you have some recent training or you had a a company uh, required um, certification that you actually went into a session I know uh, a gentleman who had some type of required management sessions where they actually had a, um, a managerial training session for the for the company and so being a part of that uh, even though it was within their company's um, uh, law continuing education uh, and it wasn't at a different school it was still something that you are that provides value to either that company or another company and you can definitely use it on your resume so you you have to think of all those things creative ways to add value to who you are and act and prominently display it in that objective statement okay so seeking to combine recent training with career experience so the career experience would be where have you had the bulk of your work or what have you done in the last five or six years and so if that is in food service or if that is in accounting or if that is in uh, driving a truck or logistics or in the hospitality industry or the culinary arts whatever that experience is then you want to address that in your objective statement and then finally to secure a position as a basket weaving associate where basket weaving associate is that entry level position in that company that is actually the specific name of the job posting so there you have my three-part punch prove the area of expertise two mention what is required in the job posting and three give the exact name of the position those three things in an objective statement that is about three to five lines long will give you what you need to be very um, be very valuable to the recruiter enough for them to give you a call or actually bring you in for an interview Um, and so and when I mention three to five lines three lines is a good frame of reference four lines is pushing it and five lines is the maximum okay so definitely keep that in mind when you are creating those objective statements Uh, now what I promised you is some real examples and not only do I have some examples that are kind of like in different types of um, industries but I also include these in a uh, link to the show notes so as you're reading as you're listening to this keep in mind that um, you do need to at some point write some things down go back and see what your objective statement says about you and how can you make it a stronger statement 
Um, but I do have some examples that are part of the show notes. So, of course, once you listen to this, if you have more questions and you want to do something that is um, very specific to what I've said, or you just need that template, hey, there's no shame. Uh, go ahead and scroll down through the show notes and you'll see a link that will take you to a Google document and you'll be able to see all of this stuff at the bottom. All right. So that being said, uh, example number one, uh, currently enrolled in a culinary training program with hands-on experience and experiences in a fast-paced meal preparation environment avid lover of the art of cooking with more than 10 years of experience in various kitchen and catering environments looking for an opportunity to apply newly acquired skills and formal training as a catering manager so in that example I mentioned the fact that the person has is enrolled in a training program has some personal uh, personally attachment to the whole industry and the fact that this person just loves cooking and it actually addresses how many years of experience and it doesn't matter if that person actually did this as you know was let's say as a child growing up stood on a um let's say a stool in the kitchen while Mima was cooking and began learning at that point. It just mentions the fact that this person has 10 years of experience in various kitchen and catering environments. Then it goes on to address the fact that they are applying for a catering manager position. And so that really paints a very detailed picture of where that person is, where that person has been and then where that person is going as far as their objective statement and truly answers the question what do you want to be when you grow up okay so let's go on to the next example shipping foreman with 10 years of experience strong leadership professional enjoys troubleshooting to find solutions to technical issues seeks a position I'm sorry, seeking a position as a help desk repair technician to provide organizational support as a team, I'm sorry, in a team environment. So more than likely, the job posting addresses the need to have skill sets of troubleshooting and team uh, and in a team environment. And so those are the things that are addressed in the objective statement as well as the exact name of the position, which is a help desk repair technician. All right, example number three. Package handling professional with an extensive career in outbound truck operations, dedicated to safe handling and loading of packages in a fast-paced customer-driven environment formal education in engineering and recently acquired training in IT and industry certifications motivated to apply professional experience education and recent training to the IT industry as a repair technician and so this individual is uh, obviously in a an environment where they have extensive experience in one industry but they want to transition that experience 
uh, along with training into a new industry and so it takes a few more lines it takes a few more words to actually convey that however it has been done successfully uh, you can tell that the person um, the job posting is uh, looking for someone who has some type of training and has probably has a certification or two and so those things are also addressed in the objective statement and so that would be uh, this, the third example for a, a good, strong, objective statement. All right, now this is my last one. Seeking a position as a process improvement specialist to apply recent project management certification and over 10 years of experience in the transportation industry in various management roles. Okay, so in, in this example, the individual has uh, decide, decides to uh, mention the name of the job up front and then tells why they would be a good fit. They are uh, recent certification and they have a certain number of uh, years of experience. Now, I know I mentioned years of experience a lot of times, 10 years of experience quite a few times. But don't be intimidated by the number of years of experience. If you don't have 10 years of experience, then you can have five years of experience. If you don't have five years of experience, I would say just don't mention it. Just say professional, um, experienced, and you can mention what experience you have. They're going to look down the page anyway. They're going to see that you have worked several jobs and the number of months and how many years it adds up to if you're looking for an entry-level position then the number of years may not matter as much as the experience and the education if you are uh, applying for something that is uh, above entry level then they may need advanced uh, education or advanced or a number of years to fulfill their requirements however and this is a special tip a lot of recruiters are flexible with the years of experience and the ex and the education requirements or even the certification requirements making sure that you put your best highlights and the um, the attributes that make you a valuable candidate and you're truthful with that as far as the dates and uh, your credentials and your experiences and you and you paint a very good picture with descriptive details then those things matter and it's a very easy job for the recruiter to present your case to a hiring manager and so having a really good strong resume helps to to support your case in essence so don't be intimidated if you don't have 10 years or more of experience if you don't have five years or more of experience you still have a chance in an entry-level position in a role that is just uniquely correct for you but you have to be very detailed in your experiences you don't want to get a job that is beyond your experience level you don't want to be in a position where you don't know what's really going on you 
you want to be able to comfortably fit into the position that you are applying for and so making sure that you are being truthful and tell and painting a very descriptive picture of where your experiences lie really helps to support those goals so again um, that's all I have for this session if you've gotten any type of benefit out of it whether it be what I've said or how I've said it or the examples and the supporting materials that I'm gonna leave in the description box please reach out to me make sure that you uh, like or share or subscribe or do all three <laughs> and definitely if you have any questions or anything or if you just like to hear my voice please reach out to me send me an email the address is the SAO show uh, for serious applicants only the T-H-E-S-A-O-S-H-O-W at gmail.com I'll get your uh, questions I'll try to answer some in the next session and then we'll go with some more advanced topics okay what are you interested in what are some of the things that you want to hear about if you have questions please reach out to me all right until the next time